There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. Luke 10, 42, New Revised Standard Version. Hello, welcome to the Better Part podcast with me, Carol. This episode is going to be a little bit of an introduction behind the reason for the podcast and also a little bit of background information about myself as well. I'm excited to finally be doing this. Um, It's been put on my heart sometime last year and it's taken so long to happen because of various things. So I was unsure of what I was going to share. Was it going to be about my mental health and my faith or was I just going to share about one of them? I also needed a title and I felt that deciding on a title would help me decide what I would share on the podcast. So primarily, I'm going to be sharing my journey as a new Christian as of late of 2019. So why the better part? Where did that name come from? Well, towards the end of last year, I had it put on my heart about the story of Martha and Mary in Luke chapter 10, which is where they encountered Jesus and Martha is busy in the kitchen preparing the meal for all the unexpected guests of Jesus and all his disciples. And Mary is just sat at his feet, listening to every word that Jesus is saying. Towards the end of last year, I was wanting to grow my relationship with Jesus. I was wanting to get to know him better. So I was spending more time with him and learning to sit at his feet as Mary had uh, was doing in this passage. Chapter 10, verse 39 says, her sister Mary sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he taught. And that's the New Living Translation. I mentioned this story from the Bible to a friend at church and she recommended that I read a book that she'd recently given to her sister, which was called Having a Merry Heart in a Martha World, which is by Joanna Weaver, which I subsequently bought and began reading. It ended up taking me six months to read the first half of the book. And then a few weeks ago, I took it into work to read as we've been very quiet. And the manager doesn't mind us reading at work as long as we obviously put the book away as soon as we get a customer in. And it took me a week to finish the second half of the book. And I was reading a part where it was talking about Mary choosing the better part, which was from the Bible passage that I read at the beginning of this podcast. And I just loved that bit, the better part. I just couldn't get that out of my head. And so there it was, the title. That night I went home from work and I ended up designing possible logos for the podcast. And then I created an Instagram and an email, the links of all which are going to be in the description for the podcast. So why was I drawn to Martha and Mary in Luke chapter 10? As I said earlier, I'm a new Christian as of late 2019. And I was feeling that Jesus was wanting me to know him better. He obviously knows me completely, but I don't really know him. So how do you get to know someone? We spend time with them. And in this case, it's spending time with him studying the Bible. I'll uh, share my testimony a little bit as well. But over the last few years, we've all slowed down because we weren't allowed to do certain things. And now that things have opened up again to a bit more of normality to what we were used to pre-pandemic, we're suddenly expected to be back up to speed where we once were. But most of us have used the past few years to reevaluate our lives and we're much more aware of what is actually important. There's more to life than work 
and we're all aware of having a better life-work balance. And instead of working to live, we're living to work. So who am I? What's my story? Well, I'm Carol and I live in Lancashire, England. I've lived here for a few decades now and have a day job that pays the bills. In 2018, I began sharing my mental health journey on a blog and I've grown that to also sharing it on Instagram and also on my YouTube channel. So about 13 years ago, I worked away, I walked away from an abusive relationship and over the following years, I was diagnosed with anxiety and depression and post-traumatic stress disorder as a result of that relationship. I've had counselling and therapy as well over the years and I've been on antidepressants a few times as well and I'm currently on them at the moment. I'm hoping to come off them this year. So my thoughts with this podcast is to have seasons such as, you know, say maybe made up of 10 episodes after which there'll be a break or I can work on the following season. So this gives me a bit of a break and a bit of break breathing room to hopefully be consistent with with episodes. So I'm going to share my testimony now, which I've shared various times over the years, both online and in person at my church. So I was raised in the Church of England, but we were never weekly churchgoers. I believed in a higher power or being that had created us in the world, but that's as far as it went for me. I'd been baptised and I'd been confirmed, but we didn't go much after that to to, to church. You know, life changed. But it's amazing to look back on my life now that I'm a Christian and see God's fingerprints all over my life. In 2007, my boyfriend at the time found me a job advert for a new outdoor clothing and equipment store that was going to be opening and I applied for the job and I got it. But my mum had been trying to tell me for years that that guy that I was with wasn't any good for me. But I wouldn't, I didn't want to hear it or I couldn't hear her because I was so manipulated by him. And then a colleague at that new job helped me to see over the first year how he was treating me the best thing that she said to me was if i ever need anywhere to stay i could stay at hers i believe that god orchestrated my ex finding me that job so that then i would be in a position to hear from somebody else up to five days a week that he wasn't a nice guy because i I wasn't hearing what my mum was saying god was trying to tell me through her that I needed to leave, but come on now, as an adult, who really listens to the mum? Then one Tuesday morning, around 13 months after I started that job, I ended up packing a small bag of stuff, I walked out on him, and I never looked back. Then a few years later, April 9th, 2018, I uploaded my first public blog on my blog, and I was sharing about my mental health journey with depression, anxiety and post-traumatic stress disorder from that abusive relationship. It's been me- it'd been many months coming after receiving persistent nudges to start sharing my stories. Then about a year later, I was prompted to start reading the Bible. And again, it took me some 
some time to convince me to listen. It was just persistent, persistent, persistent. Read the Bible, read the Bible, read the Bible. And then by November that year, I was watching online sermons as well. And I was also looking for a local church to see if it was indeed the path for me. Then on the first Sunday of 2020, I walked through the doors of a local church and I felt like I'd come home. And then 10 weeks later, the world went into lockdown. So God knew I needed that community during that time because he took away my work one. I didn't have many friends, if any, um, because my ex had stopped me seeing any friends that I did have and friends that I had acquired over the first few years of being away from him had moved away. So I didn't have a close knit community other than the work one. So he created a church one for me. Then in April 2020, I began another round of therapy to help me with my mental health. And being a part of that church family helped me so much during it all. And it was towards the end of 2020 that I found out that they had all been praying for me for months since I had started going. And that was that was amazing. Now. I'm not always great at remembering to pray because it's so new to me. But over the first few months of me going through the therapy during the lockdown, I would every day and often multiple times a day ask for God to help me with my anxiety, for him to take it away, for his will to be done. And then one Friday in June, we were doing church on a Zoom call and one of the leaders was saying a prayer. Now, I can't fully remember the details, but I think that he asked for comfort for those who had lost someone to the virus that, not sh- that shall not be named. My cousin-in-law had passed away a few weeks earlier, and so tears started to fall. And then the leader also mentioned those suffering from anxiety, and that was it. I just lost it. I was in floods of tears. And then I felt an actual weight get lifted off my shoulders. And I know that was God. And that night, I had a game-changing dream where my ex was submissive and I was being dominant. He crashed my car. I was angry at him and I just went up to the car because I was watching him drive it. He crashed the car and I just went up to it. He wound the window down and he looked scared and I just shouted at him that he was paying for it and walked away. But that was such an answer to prayer. In 2020, in January last year, during the latest lockdown that we had here in the UK, I found out that the store where I had worked for 14 years and helped set up was going to be closing because of a decision from the landlord not wanting to renegotiate the lease, which was due to run out in May that year. And as there were no jobs for me to take nearby, I ended up taking redundancy. Now, my ex found me that job and its ending was, I believe, not was, was God not just closing that door to that part of my life, but also locking and bolting it as well. There was no going back at all. That part of my life was done. March came around last year and I was starting to get worried about what I was going to do. Then I remembered that that situation wasn't mine to control again. I had to put the situation into his hands. So towards the beginning of April, I was looking for a new job. I was looking every couple of days, but that particular day, there wasn't anything new that I could find. 
So I looked at the saved jobs and I'd saved one a few days earlier. And I thought, "Mm, I don't know about this one, but then what did I have to lose? So I applied for it. That was on a Wednesday. And then two days later on the Friday, I had a call from the store manager for a telephone interview. And he said that he wanted to get me in for an in-person interview on the Sunday. But as we were still in non-essential retail lockdown, he had to get permission from the divisional manager. That Sunday, I managed to get in for my interview. Now, I don't like interviews. I dislike being the centre of attention. She says having a YouTube channel, a blog, and now a podcast. But anyway, um, I had complete peace about that interview. And I was calm and confident throughout it. And there wasn't any single question that I didn't have an answer for. Normally, there's one question that I just can't think of an answer. But this time, there was no issues. And the following Tuesday, a lovely lady from the company's recruitment department telephoned me to offer me the job. Well, wow, I was just speechless. I had to keep checking my phone for the next few hours to make sure it had actually taken place. And it had. From applying for that job to being offered the job was seven days. The same amount of time God used to create the world including a rest day. On Monday, April 19th, 2021, I started that new job, which is my current job, which is very close to my church. I walk past it twice a day, four days a week, on my way to work and back. Within a few weeks of being there, I learned that a colleague who I have since worked with twice a day for the last 14 months is also a Christian. Well, what are the chances of that? From a team of around 10 at my last job, where the closest I had to fellowship was a colleague who was a former vicar, to a team of four where one was a brother in Christ. God works in wonderful and mysterious ways. This job has helped me so much with many things. It's helped me with my anxiety, my patience and my confidence. God always knows what we need so much better than we do. Heaven came to fight for me, and he fights for you too. We just have to trust him. Now, I struggle with trust as a result of my abusive relationships, understandably. And I know that there are some good guys out there, but because of my upbringing and how I've been treated in the past, I struggle to believe that there are good guys out there and I also end up being attracted to the wrong guys, going for the wrong guys because that's what I'm used to, you know, love is conditional, you have to do something in order to get love but that's not what God says. Love isn't conditional, It's, it's unconditional and he has that love for me and he's got it for you. Well, well, thank you for joining me in my first episode. Uh, I hope it was insightful. I hope it was inspiring. Um, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at the Better Part Podcast. 
and you can email us at thebetterpartpodcast at gmail.com if you have any ideas for future topics that you would like me to share, discuss, chat about. And I will leave the links to the Instagram and the email down below. And I will also leave a link to my blog, which is carolwilliamsblog.com. So thanks again for joining me. Thanks again for supporting me. I know I've got a bunch of good friends who are going to listen to this. And if you've got any helpful feedback for me, you can DM me, you can email me, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can, guys. So thanks again. I'll see you in the next episode.